Hello everyone, this is Mark with Speak Brave Podcast. Welcome to the show. It is a pleasure to be here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm John Morrow, the executive producer, and I'm here with Mark today, and I'm excited about what you're going to be talking about today, and we're going to share and kind of have an exchange with each other. Exactly. Uh, Thanks for being this morning, uh, John, and thanks everyone for tuning in. I, I appreciate the time that you spent with us. The topic of today's podcast is integrity. Mm-hmm. Now, integrity is a word that is being is used a lot. It's used a lot as a moniker and possibly as a crutch and maybe a jewel in the company's mission statement. Mm-hmm. I've seen it a lot where um, when somebody talks about the values for the company or for the enterprise yeah. or for the employees that they want to live with and the word integrity I've seen it over and over again. But what does it mean, John? What does integrity mean to you? Because and I want to know. Because this is Speak Brave Podcast. This is a podcast where we are open and inquisitive and we explore. So, John, what is integrity? Off the cuff for me, integrity means... Your va- integrity to me it has to do with your values and your your values being true to who you are and at the same time being authentic mm-hmm. and real with people. Okay. It, to me, integrity has to do with sincerity, honesty, transparency, total total experience of the individual being one that you can trust what they say, know they mean what they say, and you can count on them to do what they say. Their their life is built around a core value, and that core value is literally they want people to know that the individual they're dealing with in whatever circumstance— is exactly the individual that they're talking with now in this particular environment. Right. This is an interesting point, John. I was thinking, do you have someone in your life who you trust explicitly, implicitly, without any reservation? I do. Now, I I, I want to make sure because a lot of times we... When we live a life, right? This is the only life that we have, right? Right. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen afterwards. Are we going to have another life? We're going to go into heaven. We don't know. This is it. Yes. This is our reality. Now, the choices that we make in our life will resonate in all the rest of our life, right? The choices we make today will resonate for the rest of our life. Yes, they will. And I was thinking about this a few days ago. Do I have in my life someone who I trust explicitly. Just there's no, not even a hint that this person will not honor if I tell them some information that is in confidence, or I ask them to do something for me on my behalf, or perform a task that you know I would only trust myself to do. Do you have that person in your life? And we live, we, we have maybe circles where we have friends, right? And acquaintances mm-hmm. and relatives. But can you really trust everyone? Or is there that's one person, maybe two or three or four for you that you say, that's it. There's not even um, a worry in your heart that this person will do it. Can you tell me more that you have this kind of people? Well, first, I have to say that if you have someone or someone's in your life like that, 
you should consider yourself extraordinarily blessed and fortunate. Absolutely. <clears throat> the, that being said, perhaps, and this is not just, you know, saying it because, ah, oh, here's, here's the incurable romantic. <laughs> well, you know what? Are you talking about yourself? I'm talking about you my wife. You are an incurable romantic. And I, 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 I'm not saying incurable. Yeah, it is an incurable. But it's but at the same time, too, even though it's incurable, the thing is, is over the time that we have been together, almost 44 years, the relationship... You're talking about and, your wife. Yeah. The integrity of my wife has been demonstrated so many hundreds of thousands of times. I say hundreds of thousands of times. Integrity in a marriage, I think, is probably the the best example. If you can have a relationship with someone who is completely trustworthy, has absolutely no desire whatsoever to lean in favor of anyone else or any other thing, but is going to always lean in your direction to the point that not only are they your number one fan and your number one supporter and your number one ally and will stand shoulder to shoulder with you in the difficult times, but the individual will also set you down, look you in the eye, and tell you to your face, this is not the way you should do things. You're better. You can be better. In the process that I have been going through working with you, Dr. Diane Longstreet, and others over the last now two full years, mm -hmm. one of the things that has been a constant in this transformative, transformative process in right. me has right. been my wife's integrity mm -hmm. and support of me, but also my wife's accountability in holding me to what I say I'm going to do. That's right. This is this is very important. And I hope this conversation sparks thinking processes and memories and questions in listeners' minds. Because this the purpose of this podcast is to stir up questions. Mm -hmm. Not just think, oh, okay, this is John and Mark. They're two entertaining guys somewhere in the, what is that? Southern Hemisphere, and they're talking about the space station, they talk about Valentine's, they talk about leadership. But this podcast is to take a pause or take a moment mm -hmm. and sit down, or maybe you're driving and listening, and just think about, do you have someone in your life who you trust so much, and it gives you confidence that that person will do it no matter what, life or death? Hell or high water, sun or moonshine, this person will do it. Yes. Now, and you have said something very important. It's a blessing. It is. Is it not? It is. is, it, is it? And it's you, do, a, you don't know how blessed you are until you have someone, someone like, like that. that. In your life. Now, let's turn the table. Are you that kind of person? And I want you to think about it, not just answer it, but think about it. Are you that kind of person? That somebody can come up to tomorrow or today and say, John or Mark, or somebody comes up to you and says, John, I have this paperwork. It's really important. I'm leaving the country or you know, I have to go to hospital. I must know that you will do exactly what I say and you'll safeguard this or maybe an important piece of jewelry or something that. And 
you may not have to ask a lot of questions, but you'll do exactly what that person asks. Are you that kind of person? Are you a person of integrity that when you say a word, you're going to keep your word exactly? Are you that kind of person? And I want everyone to think about it because if you can take a moment, take an inventory of your skill and your character and your life, I also know that we beat ourselves up a lot of times. And we think, oh, I'm not that, I don't have that character, or I failed so many times, so what? You, there's never, it's never too late to start now. You've said two things. Yes, tell me. I need to know. And I want to, and I want to go to the thing that actually jumps out at me first, and that is character. Right. I can sit here and tell you that I could be counted on to do the right thing. But that has a broader meaning. It's Tell not me. just. What do you mean? Well, what if somebody comes to me and wants me to guard something for them while they are, as you said, let's say out of the country? It's just an example, yeah. But what if that thing they want me to guard flies in the face of my values? And so now we're talking about uh, something that would compromise my personal values morally. And this is an important thing because I've heard these statements about loyalty. So, okay. okay. And loyalty is almost as if it doesn't matter what I do. You must be loyal to me because I'm the person in charge. Well, to me, loyalty is extraordinarily important, but I believe that integrity far surpasses loyalty because integrity is about your personal loyalty to what is right based upon your concept of what is right. This, is, this, is a, this, is, this conversation takes a different turn. That's why I appreciate your input, John. Well, you never know what's going to come out of my mouth because when you ask your questions and you provide your what-ifs or your scenario, I I find myself these... Remember we talked about that part of the brain where there are memories stored of experiences and sometimes it takes a specific type of stimuli to stir that portion of the brain and open that door and release that thought. Well, that's what you've done to me today. You have opened up a place that I haven't really spent much time in in recent well, months. It's, it's good to have a conversation. Yeah. This, this is Speak Brave. We find questions that are not comfortable a lot of mm-hmm. times. And a lot of times we have to ask questions that are not comfortable because that's the way we can find out what really is important to us. I like how you how you offered a new ramp, a new view on this question because I did talk about loyalty, yes, but integrity is something that supersedes loyalty in in this example because integrity is you sit you you pick let's let's say start with you, right, John? You select a set of values, yeah, okay, that are that are that are important to you, right? Mm-hmm. And those set of values, you stick with that, right? You don't waver. That you should don't... be our expressed desire. 
Okay. That being said, though, if we delve into the past, I know with complete certainty that over the course of my life, I've had to learn the importance of these values to the point that they're not negotiable. They're not negotiable. They weren't always. Uh, One of my favorite, favorite business bloggers is Seth Godin. Mm -hmm. You've talked of him often, and I'm interested to hear what kernel of or nugget of gold you've got today for me. I love Seth. Uh, He is popular. He is concise and precise, and he's a marketer. He wrote Purple Cow, uh, Lynchpin, and a few other books as well. Um, He said, set the rules of the game before you get in the game. You cannot change the rules in the game when you're in the middle of the game. Because, number one, it's you will most certainly lose. And most certainly, you will um, lose uh, whatever investment you have had. And it will just create uh, anxiety and possibly frustration. Uh, now, Seth... You know, anyone can say anything they want, right? You know, it's like, oh, this is my opinion, anything I can say. But isn't that a lot harder to do? A lot harder to do than to say it? Like, for example, you start a new business venture or you start a new relationship. And you know from the outset some things that are acceptable, some things that you want to do, and some things that are not. Do you have the courage to follow through? on your rules, on your values, once you see that something is not, uh, does not correspond to who you are? Or you say, you know what, I already invested all this time and resources and money and energy and time. You know what, let's just see how it ends. Hmm. I think that's dangerous. Been down that road before. You have been. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? Can I you do. can you expand on this from your perspective? Tell me. When more. when a person retires yeah. from work, we retire for a lot of reasons. I won't right. go into the details. Right. My wife and I worked for the same company. We retired in the same year, different months, but we both had the same reasoning for retiring initially. And it had nothing to do with what we wanted to do with our future. It had to do with what we saw that lied ahead if we stayed in the job. And we were at that point in our life where retirement was something we could entertain because we were in that retirement window of opportunity. Now, that being said, and looking back, I know that decision was the right decision for us. However, the decisions that we made, starting with the very first year that we were into the retirement situation, decisions that had to do with investing money, uh, purchasing certain things, and also getting into possible income opportunities, this was not entered into with a lack of integrity on our part, but rather we got into it not fully understanding and being willing to ask the hard question and to analyze and dig deeper and get past the rah-rah, stand-up-in-the-chair, fist-pumping success stories that are really, in most cases, pie in the sky to find the truth. And what we found out 
not once, not twice, but three times in the course of those first almost two years of retirement was that if we had just listened more closely, if we had examined, if we had questioned, we would have found that the problem was not us. It was that we were in something where the people driving it did not have the integrity that we had. Now, I'm not saying they were bad people. What I'm saying is that they were individuals who look at life as get what you can out of it for you. And it isn't just with them, it was more like lying by omitting the facts. Wow. That's dangerous. And you know, that's hurtful, isn't it? Well, it left us hurt. It left us financially whipped. And you feel like a fool. But the important thing about it is the thing that you and I have often talked about in your podcasts. Nothing should ever occur that doesn't have the potential to teach us to be better right. or to do it better. And I think right. where we as Americans uh -huh. and as people in the world community struggle is that integrity is interpreted in different ways yeah. by different, different people, people, different groups, different sex, different companies, different cultures, different oh, yes. um, and, ages. And, and, and everyone, what, what are, okay, so... I don't want to be chasing a pie-in-the-sky definition of integrity. But no. rather, I would like to offer an introspective mm -hmm. drive, reflection. Yeah. What does integrity mean to you, John? Right, and, exactly. And to the audience. Like, what is integrity to you? Because and I hope the audience is writing this down because, yeah. you know, we need to understand that if we want to ask ourselves that question, the first yeah. thing we have to do is put down, okay, what is What integrity? is integrity? What is integrity for you? Yeah, don't go to a dictionary. What does it mean to you? <laughs> to you. And also, a second question would be, am I a person of integrity? Would, can I be called somebody, a person of integrity? Mm -hmm. The reason I think about this stuff, because I and believe... And that's a good question. Yeah, because I believe in the social contract. I believe in the social contract. I like that term, yeah. social contract. Because it's how you interact with others. I have a dear friend dear friend um, I'm not going to mention his name but he used to well there's the saying right once a marine always a marine mm -hmm. and that okay? is really really true if you know any you marines know? like I do and I never even thought about it before you know I never even thought about it like oh marine well, just... I have a friend who's a mason and once and, a mason always a mason right and but they have a value system and, and yeah and I want to know more about it but I just want to make sure that I never, and we're talking about U.S. Marines, you know, oh, from yes, the absolutely. military Marine branch, Corps, the Marine Corps. Corps, yeah. And you know, there's only two places they train, right? According, mm -hmm. you know, and it's very grueling. It's mm -hmm. very grueling. It's like it's people who enter. Uh, you have to write. You have to earn the right to be called a Marine. Mm -hmm. And this this friend, he told me that when he went to camp, um, some recruits couldn't handle it. Yeah, and some of them tried to escape. Mm -hmm. Okay, one person tried to escape through the shooting range, and he got shot and 
killed. Yes. Second person... Not because anybody was aiming at him, but that he was not smart enough he to could realize not. you don't go try to escape right. in a live shooting range. And, and the other person is trying to escape, and he went to a swamp. And done. And you know what? And now this person, who, I, who I've grown to care for and support, now his values are ones of integrity. Because mm-hmm. every time I deal with him, um, he says, okay, I'll be there this time. And he's there at that time. Sickness, other commitments, he's there at that time. And I mm-hmm. always, you know, don't we always, when we have a time to, and I know you that kind of person too. I am not. There are times that I do apologize to everyone that I was ever late to in my life. And John, I do come late sometimes. No, you know? I, I, I'm going to stop you right there but and, I correct, like, and I'm going to correct you on okay. something. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. I want to be a person of integrity, but I'm still a work in progress. Yes, work in progress. And as a work in progress, if you are a person of integrity and you, as I like to say, screw up for whatever reason. Orders, yeah. You have to be enough of a person of integrity to admit I messed up and say I'm sorry. Now, I did this just last week. I have a dear friend who is a fellow Toastmaster, as you are. And she had worked for over three months to put together a plan to provide a mini presentation package of what goes on in a typical Toastmasters meeting, where there is a speaker, an individual evaluator to give feedback to the speaker, and an opportunity for other participants to speak extemporaneously without any prior preparation and this is something that she had reached out to me those many months back and I said yes and I'll take it a step further I had it on my calendar and then on the day that this event was to take place I didn't stop to open up my calendar And I got preoccupied with matters at my home and with taking care of personal things. Now, granted, the personal things were important, but here's the key. I made a promise. I failed to keep that promise. I let this friend down. This friend is a gracious individual, and she forgave me. But I don't think she would have felt like forgiving me if I had tried to come up with some kind of lame excuse because then I would actually be lying. Even if I did have an event at the house, the fact of the matter is, and I said to her on the telephone, I just plain forgot. It happens. It happens. And I had to apologize. Yeah, it does happen. Now, what does that say about my integrity? Perhaps what it says most importantly of all is that... Maturity. Yes, and nobody's perfect, so you're still going to make mistakes. You're still going to forget things. Mm -hmm. And when you do, the difference between people with integrity and people who don't have integrity is that you don't make excuses. You fess up to it, as we say in the South. You tell the truth. You apologize. And you ask, I hope you will forgive me for it and give me an opportunity to make it up to you because you did not deserve to have this done to you. And I met I never meant to do it, but I did it, and I'm not going to talk my way out of it. 
Absolutely. I like it. I like I like how you highlight the real example. And I'm sorry that you missed the appointment. I am too, because it turned out to be a fun thing. Now, I also want to make sure that in this conversation about integrity, we mention sometimes when you choose your set of values. Mm -hmm. uh, Two, three, a couple years ago, I read a book by a very famous author, Brian Tracy. Yes, Brian Tracy. Not just a great author, but an incredible speaker. Yes. He's very popular, and he's very prolific in the mm-hmm. last 20, 30 years in the United States oh, yes. and maybe around the world as well. In one of his books, he says, a lot of people, you know, they, they try really hard, but they cannot achieve success, or there's always this conflict that lives deep inside their heart or their mind. And he said the answer can be very simple. The answer could be, what are the values that you have? What are the core principles that you have? And second question is, do you live by those principles? Do you allow the world dictate how to behave? Or you took the time, you wrote down, thought about, meditated, reflected, then took a little bit more time and formulated things that are non-negotiable. And you stay with that. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, you are flexible to new ideas and you open and for creativity and for growth. But and that's perfectly good. But yeah. you can't you can't abandon your integrity. No, you cannot. And also, I know it's very important because a lot of times when you set those core beliefs and when you act and say and do and you interact with others you may become unpopular. Uh-huh. And the things that you say may rub people the wrong way because it's not soft and fluffy and, mm-hmm. and, and uh, cozy, but rather this is what you believe and that's exactly, and you acting within accordance of your core values. So I want to make sure that it's okay. You will rub some people the wrong way mm-hmm. and they are not your people. Obviously. And not you people. Because so, the truth of the matter is, if they were your friends, yes. they would respect your integrity and yes. your values, yes. and they would continue to align themselves with you. This is the test of the true difference between associates or acquaintances as opposed to people who are your friends and your allies and even your compatriots. My son is a very good example of this. Tell me more. We raised him under a certain specific set of values. And he saw those values demonstrated in the home. But let's be clear. Individuals can choose to embrace those or they can choose to say, I think I want to go in this direction. And some of those choices may be questionable as to their moral equivalency or as I would like to say, integrity when it comes to behaviors based upon what is right and wrong through, in my life, a biblical perspective. Now, that being said, here's an important thing that he has learned. He was struggling with his lifestyle. And one evening on the telephone, I said, 
you talk about your lifestyle and the problems that it causes you, but have you ever stopped to think, who is it that you hang out with? Because <laughs> Jim Rohn himself has said this, and I do believe that uh, Tony Robbins has said it and yes, others yes, have yes, said yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. You are who you keep company with. Exactly. And if you are keeping company with individuals who don't have a grasp of the importance of self-control, personal restraint, accountability, and deeply committed self-integrity to all their fellow man, regardless of whether they agree or not, you will become a mirror image of that influence because that's that's what you're around. That's right. It's, I have seen that before. So we are coming up to a closing of this episode. And I hope this was an episode that truly you had a chance to reflect. I appreciate your comment that, yes, Jim Rohn said that and uh, Tony Robbins and a few others. Now the new generation is speaking it up where you become the average of five people you spend the most time with. That's a great If you statement. want to be happy... Hang out with happy people. Exactly. Who hang out with other happy people. Exactly. If you want to be successful, hang out, spend time with people who are successful and who spend time with other successful people. If you want to be grumpy, depressed, insecure. I know where to go. <laughs> you know where to go. Well, I know where okay. to go. Sorry about that. Um, I know. Pounding on the table. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> no. Friends. One more quick thing. Can I offer this? Absolutely. Just suggest. Yes, I know yeah, time's no, short no. and I yes, don't want to dumb yeah. it. I believe that everybody should, as a call to action today with regard to what you're talking about here, one of the things I've discovered, and you've helped me with this as well as other people, is if you're really serious about establishing your core values and building your life around a strong integrity message that becomes literally the framework of how you go about every day, you need to begin the process of writing it down. Absolutely. It doesn't do any good to say in my mind, I, I think I'd like to do this or I want to do this. You've got to be willing to put it into where we know the thing about it's how magic. it becomes magic. magic when you write it it's down magic. because now you got to go back and look at it. Absolutely. So, friends, my, my friendly, beloved, speak brave community, I am so delighted that we had this conversation because... Nobody reminds us about integrity. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we can just go through life. We're so busy. We get rushed to work. We listen to some, some radio, some songs or whatever it is. Maybe you driving in silence. You get to your cubicle or your office. You do your work. You, you become a corporate drone, the corporate warrior. And then you rush back home and then you have another battle. Or maybe you have a happy relationship. Um but in the middle of all this time and kids and relationships and responsibilities and jobs, what about integrity? Are you the person of integrity? What does integrity mean to you? And how can we go back to the integrity if we lost it? This is the questions that you have and I have in my psyche and my heart and my soul. And I hope you take the time to honor this question and find out for yourself what integrity really is for you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, John, for, Thank you. for being an awesome friend and being a person of integrity, somebody who I look up to and, and, and happy to be friends with. Subscribe to the podcast. Send it to your friends uh, on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. I'd love to hear from you on Twitter or Facebook, and I'll see you next time. Don't forget to speak brave. Thanks, everyone.